for anyone hearing that in the background it's hot as hell okay it's really hot. get used to it so it's fun we are not turning it off she's okay thank you now on to the podcast Hello again, Nollywood fans, casual viewers, lovers, and complete newbies. This is our 10th episode on the traditional epic historical movies. We're going to be talking about characters and notable actors, directors, slash films. Enjoy. Now, have we, have we talked about characters? We haven't talked about the characters that you would find in a normal, traditional, historical, period, epic, whatever. <laughs> First of all, and the most notable of all, you have the king. The Igwe, the Oba, the, the Ovi, the Olu, the Ife, the Emir, the Sultan, etc, etc, etc. You've never once watched a film where there's a Sultan. The Sultan of Sokoto. I'm very sure that this, there's a Sultan of Sokoto. There's a Sultan of Sokoto. I'm not saying that there isn't. When, which film have you watched that there's a sultan in I don't know, but that would be cool. The Igwe, usually played by the elder. <laughs> Peter Doce. We all know him. He was a cool coin. Things fall apart. He's a very well-known man. A very well-respected man. He un- should be. Until his son came and poured sand in his diary. But... I th- no, I think that's disrespectful to Peter Doce to say that his son's... Um... Conduct behavior, misbehavior. I was going to say this indiscretions. Oh, I love it. That's a better word. Thank you. I'm just saying that he had a legacy. He, he still has a legacy. Yule Doce had a legacy that he has ruined. That is what has been ruined by his indiscretions. Not Pete. Pete is just. Are you Mr. calling him Doce? Pete? <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> Mr. Doce or Peter Doce's legacy is still there. It's still like there's no Nigerian that grew up in Nigeria, grew up with these films that you say Peter Doce to and they don't know who that is. And if you come across such a person, they're lying. Slap they're them. not Nigerian. They didn't grow up there. They, no. They're probably Ghanaian. They are not educated. I'm so sorry to our Ghanaian. They are friends. not cultured. And then on the other side, the cook to his Fanta. That's unacceptable. <laughs> you have Olu Jacobs dignified theater trained i mean i think peter doce is theater trained probably yes yeah. they are, they are, these ve- most of the veteran actors are theater trained trained yeah classically as i said dignified speaks his words slowly if you want a king that has some gravitas but in a different way from peter doce you go for for olu jacobs and then you know you know you have a king mm. I think they, they have like different ways of... No, actually, I would say they have different ways of talking. You know? Because I think if you actually think about it, they speak with about the same cadence, about the same speed. True. If you think about like them in that role, they're not usually not raising their voice. They're usually not Except speaking. when they do. And then you know all hell has broken loose. Exactly. Or like they're they're not very expressive, but they are not very expressive. Expressive in that they are not loud. They are not. Okay, they take their time. Yes, yeah. and that is so that is why they have that, that aura that. of dignity. Yeah. Um. You, I mean, you have others, other such veteran veteran actors. So someone like Alex Osifo, if I see, he wouldn't be out of place in an igwe role. You know what? Once 
you are a Nollywood actor over a certain age, you have played a king. You have to have played, played an ego. If you haven't, then they don't rate you as much as the, you think that they do. That's a bit rude. I said what I said. No, Marianne. Even there's egos in modern-ish Nollywood. Yes, YouTube Nollywood. YouTube so Nollywood. Come right out and say, don't take the ones where they are in an actual built palace with a village and things like yeah. that so there's there's the opportunity for you to pay those parts and they still don't call your agents <laughs> like i don't know what's the process for nollywood like casting those roles is it just a call or do you have the audition i mean it depends i think it depends on the the actor themselves it depends on the actor the the, the production the production the director mm-hmm. And I, I think it works very much the same way as Hollywood, Marianne. Don't be disrespectful. Let's not Nollywood. speculate on things we do not know. When we do have a guest that deals with that, I'll ask them. Okay, moving on. Another notable character you find is the Queen. I don't think she's a notable character. I think there will be a Every king, king has a queen. Okay, that's Except... literally what I was just about okay, to sorry. say. Every king will have a queen or several queens. But you, as you're listening to this, who is the first person that comes to your head? I don't know. Nobody. Nobody will stick out as a, as queen. a queen. Because queens play... Okay, sometimes the queen is important, sometimes not, but there's always a queen. There's always a queen, but there isn't an actress that will be like, okay, yes, this is her role. Queen. That's what I was born to play. That was that is what not I mean. really. So, I mean, the same way we said... Of Fortunately, once you get to a certain age, you have played a queen. Demographic, you would have played a queen, or you'll be looked at to play the queen in a village. But there are archetypes. For example, if you see Ngozi Ezeno, you know, you know, she's going to be nice. In fact, I don't Um, think. No, don't. I think you're going to say that you've never seen Ngozi Ezeno wicked in the film. I have. She. It was shocking, and it made her character all the more disturbing. I know, right? That would be weird. I would want, I would want to watch that one. Or like with um, Annabelle, where Patience Ozoko was a nice woman. Her children were trash, though. Yeah, but and then you were like... Raised them better. Mm. So something not quite right about this world being and nice. Mary and literally, from the start of that film, you see Patience like, she's going to kill this girl. <laughs> she doesn't kill girl. She's going to do this to this she girl. Doesn't. She doesn't. Like, she's going to do this. She do- Oh, she leaves her... Up. Oh! Oh! <laughs> But speed of if she's the queen, she is going to be up to some shenanigans. But then we were saying that I actually don't can't recall Patience Ozokwa as the queen to an igwe. There are some. There are there are some movies where she's the queen to the igwe. Yeah, but then I feel like but, she's too big a character or too big an actress, too big a, a like too big a character to be put in that role. That nobody really pays that much yeah that's what i'm saying so if she's there i'm s- not too big but i think compared to ngozi ezenu though if she's there she's there to play a role she's not there to be the typical queen but if you see like ngozi ezenu she's just the benevolent queen she may or may not have anything to do with the plot she's just a benevolent queen feel- and you know what? i feel like queens most kings are usually of an advanced age but queens sometimes are not yes. you can have young queens mm-hmm. i'm just what point is it that you're making that we we as nigerians and as women don't already know i don't know there's no new point there I, that I, an old man with power is with a younger woman oh shock shell horror 
Tullis needs a wife. But then the point is, is again, not a particular actor that comes to my I'm mind. I'm sorry, but have we not said Ken Eriks? Ken Eriks is Yula not, not no, but not in a traditional film. Yes, in a traditional film. I mean, yeah, but not like it's not. I I feel like when we talk about like notable actors to a certain typecast. I feel, yes, you say Igwe, you think Peter Doche, you think mm-hmm. Uli Jacobs. When we say, oh, who is the prince? Yeah, I'll think Ken Eriks, but I think it's just a generic... The, to me, the prince is a generic role. And the prince has a generic role. As you just have to be a good enough actor that actress to play those roles. It's not anything that is going to like... Everybody has been a prince, everybody has been a princess. Exactly. Also, can, you, can, we, just, can we just explain... Why are we so obsessed with Ken Erickson on this podcast? Because he's great. You know he sings. Yeah, I know he sings. Oge was just saying that we just have an undue interest in Ken Erickson. He's a good actor. He comes, he delivers, and I think he's old Nollywood, new Nollywood. Nollywood yeah. on YouTube, Nollywood on Netflix. True. It's just props to Ken Erickson. Pre- a lot of props. I love Ken Erickson. Waving the flag. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. I feel Yule Doche is, all, is always the prince though. I don't. I still don't agree with you. I agree to some degree about the typecast. On the other hand, when you stop and think about it, and you think, "Oh, your daughter is in a film. He has two roles. He's either the prince or the cultist." <laughs> what I'm saying is that the prince always needs a wife, or the prince is or always the prince is all the prince is always a young, dashing, charming ish, usually youth, a youth. youth youthful youthful man. And, and then that directly relates to the, the romantic aspect the, of it yeah the romantic um of course interest. the prince is always the romantic lead like in uh, olden days nollywood or like video streaming nollywood if it was michael zorari as the prince he was there to cause trouble <laughs> he was there to be the jealous lover no but then i feel like that is like the more modern princes if what you get you? what I mean. So the princes that have cars. The princes that live in palaces. Mm. So th- I think th- that is where you start getting like a bad prince. Because they're a bad boy prince. Oh yes. Whereas in, We talked about the bad boy in the romance episode. Whereas in like your epics and your traditional um, films. Or does he have... Yeah, less... Exactly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist. Yourselves. <laughs> Yeah, more focused. Yeah, 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 more focused on like the journey and how he's supposed to be a certain kind of character mm-hmm. because you're looking for like your knight characters and your prince charming characters. Whereas in a modern film, you're just looking for the bad boy. For the bad. For the bad. I think I think they really do bad boys in, in epics. No, no, I, I, you don't really see a lot. I I think that there's something there. There's something interesting there that you rarely see the bad boys in epics because. The process of redeeming him is a bit. There's not enough time. There's not enough time. There's not enough. There's not, and I think there's not enough. There's not, not enough, enough interaction. Yeah. Between the characters for for the woman to say he has to fall in love with her at first sight, and then we have to see the struggle. Mm. If, if we see the process of them falling in love, we sort of don't have that time. Although you do have the arrogant prince. There's this girl on TikTok on Instagram. You've seen her. Is a nanny. She does the most. Hilarious. Is that the one that was the mermaid that had yes, the purple eyes? Yes. Oh. <laughs> she just like. <laughs> and then she, they were all her. It's 
she gives us she gives us nollywood film like full-scale productions she's talented (laughs) and we love her she just brings it all the time but yeah so she does a lot of prince roles and it's like yeah you get it you get it you get it Uh uh-huh and the princess is an archetype of that but 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 you do have the arrogant princess that falls in love with the humble hunter and that's that's it that's it i guess a trope Yeah, what what we're saying is that you don't you rarely have the bad boy prince in but epics, you can get like but you can a, get the bad girl, like a disrespectful princess. Princess, mostly because you know what what does she have to show? She doesn't she doesn't need to show her cash. She just needs to show her charms. You know, uh, she has a sal- a gaggle of seven girls following her just extravagantly, and you know she's just beyond it. And they just, I'm just saying sometimes. Sometimes the princess is bam, Marianne. The princess is we've discussed this already. Always bam. Yes, so you have the princess, and the princess it could be anyone. It could be in the well those days when they were acting. Okay, um, Mercy Johnson, Genevieve, and for the new ones you um, have people like I've not finished. Amotola, just name all of them. Kate Henshaw. Sandra, Sandra Achoom. Have, have you finished? Chacha Eke. Chacha Eke is both older than you. Chama Chuku. It's her married name. Do you know what? I've never seen Inse Equestrian in a village film. She's been in one. Mm. I've watched one. She was very good in that. She's good anyway. She's good in everything. That is true. I mean, yeah. But I, I, there, there was one. It was very good. Um, And then we'll go for the new Nollywood. The new Nollywood girls. I have to say, as we as we said, for you, for the YouTube movies and some we find on Prime, we have people like Destiny Tiko, Ujo Koli, Chacha Ike again, mm. and then if we're talking about YouTube, Messi Johnson Mr. again. But if we're talking about YouTube movies, we have to, we have to, we must recognize Ujegu Z Ujegu. I hope that's the pronunciation of his name. I don't think that's the pronunciation of Uz, his name. Ujezu? But I know exactly who you're talking about. That man is a trailblazer on YouTube <laughs> and traditional movies. Yes. That man, like, I love his movies. And in those days, he used to have four parts to his movies. I don't know if they have changed now. Four parts to his movies, perfect setup. He used to create an entire world mm. with entire traditions and an entire set of values just beautiful and there's there the, i think the one thing about his films is that the script of those those films are usually unmatched because he's very 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 creative very talented giving us new yeah yeah and i feel like he's very underrated because well first of all he mostly makes period pieces mm-hmm. and i'm sorry but a normal period piece in new nollywood is not really respected we know this if it doesn't if it's not doing something it's not it's not respected. I don't know how to put it, but I just feel like he's very, very underrated, and we should give the man his, the props that he deserves. He does deserve. I think. I mean, he, he. I think he does get a lot of props too. He does, but not I, enough. <laughs> he's he's very. I think there's a word that I'm trying to think of, but I can't think of the word. But he, the way he puts like words together, the way he arranges words yes. in a script. Yes. <laughs> Is actually something that you don't see very often. Yes, I agree. And I like I like that he likes to play with traditions. He likes to play with, like the traditional, Igbo, mm. the traditional traditional Igbo culture, and mm. and you know different. What I really like about him, and I've always said it, even from my days when I used to review movies, and I used to love to review his movies, 
is he was he's able to create a world and that is very hard to do mm. and i'm sorry not a lot of nollywood movies do that mm. but he is able to say to create a world that you're like um how do i describe it it's like it's a world that is intrinsic to the film yeah. it's not really a world that we are living in but it's a world that works for the film so he's able to like remove that suspension of disbelief because of the way that he directs because of the way he poses his characters because of the way he tells the story mm -hmm. so yeah i love that guy um he's very very good very what were we talking about the characters you find in a nollywood epic movie okay i think another big one is the hero is also always played by gentle jack not always mostly though he has the look for it we can't lie but the hero is obviously the, the person that the is warrior, going to triumph yes. the hero the warrior the that dad. is going to triumph yes in these epics where you have to go on like long journeys yes. so you have your sam dedes i think there's a one really big film that he was in um ego we'll talk about it a bit I, later on ego do. Ego land, do, of land, of dead. Dead. land of the living dead antonia i'm very sure that scared the pants out of us yeah oh no most of sam Dede's films are terrifying yes yes when when i i used to be very scared of him as a child terrifying terrifying but he's great he's good very very good <laughs> So you have your Sam Dede's, your Gentle Jack. I once watched a film where Gentle Jack was Moses. Yes. So that happened. Yes. Where he led his people out of slavery. Yes. That was a thing. It was good. It was I'm pretty sure well there, was a, there was a stream in that. Yes, and they had to cross the stream. Yes, Antonia, I remember that. <laughs> Do you know what, yeah? I give props to I, any I Moses mad. movie that is not... What is that? Exodus, God of, ki God, God of Kings or King of Gods or whatever that stupid, well, stupid I think freaking th that movie might be is. the one time or one of the several times when Hollywood <laughs> trumps Hollywood. <laughs> Have you seen that film? This is it. No, there was a podcast. film. No. Seg we're segueing. Okay. Oh. We're segueing. No. No. No to that film. Don't watch it. If you want a, print, if you want a Moses movie, watch Prince of Egypt. And be happy. Oh, watch this Moses film that we cannot recall the name of. I'm sure if you type in Gentle Jack Moses, it might come up on YouTube. Like, wish you luck. I don't know what the production value of that film was. No, the production value. Oh, wait. The production value was good enough for like nine for years. Then. So I'm but not really not sure what it <laughs> How it will. But it was, but you know what? You know what we didn't talk about is sometimes, and I really, used, I loved it when they would take biblical stories and then make them traditional. Oh yeah, that was very, very good. But yeah, those ones are that's that's a whole genre to itself that I think is often overlooked because the stories there, what is there is to Nigerialize it or to make it traditional. Mm. I don't even need to work too hard because you can just say, oh, this was a culture then, even though it wasn't and. It was the Israelites that practiced it. Now, we have forgotten the most important character that is in all traditional movies. The Dibia. The native, the, the native doctor. The, chief the medicine man. The chief priest. He has many names, but we all know him because he's often dressed weirdly. He's often tying a wrapper of red. Now, he plays, he plays a very interesting role here. Because usually, in a Nollywood movie, if you have the medicine man, or you have the DBR, you have the native doctor, they are often evil. But when it comes to a traditional movie, they are not. They are, they are just, just helping. 
they are the mouthpiece of the gods. Of the gods. I bet that's the name of the film. <laughs> no, no. Do you want to pay? <laughs> no. Yeah, they are so the they ones are, that they the gods sim- come in. They are simply how you communicate with the gods. Yes. They are the ones that send messages. From the gods. They are the ones that tell you that the gods are angry. The gods are always angry. So yeah, yes. we had discussion. Yeah, they are the so ones are, that say they're actually a very very important part yes. of the story. If the prince is sick, they are the ones that comes treats the. They are the doctors. They are the pastors. They are the therapists counselors. sometimes. Yes, the counselors. They really did do a lot, and then Christianity came and took their jobs away from them. We 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 haven't mentioned colonialism in a while. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, the native doctor is so important. And then, while we might say, I don't know if we can say there are any notable, notable native doctors. I think you find that you you are very very hard pressed to find who they actually are, because they are usually they are not yeah, recognized. The they are not recognizable. Yeah, the way their costumes are set up is they are actually not very recognizable not as, as recognizable. people. And and the thing is that even if there was somebody that played medicine that was notable, because from film to film. His costume changes. Will change dramatically. So we will depending be on the kind of shrine he has, the god that he's serving, his staff will change. His role. Maybe he's wearing a hat. Maybe maybe, he, maybe a boy is following him. Maybe he has a small boy. Do you know in my in my um in my secondary school play for music for is it for music? Yeah, it was the, I was the I was the small boy. That's that followed the native doctor around. Did you have any lines? No. You should have kept that to yourself. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Maybe I didn't want any lines, Miriam. You know you did. But it can also be a chief priestess. It doesn't have to be a man. True. It's also a chief they there can also be a chief priestess. Which often opens the avenue for some for romance. The romance, yeah. So for the chief priestess or for the chief priestess in training, that's who the stupid prince decides that that is the person is now in love with. Or some random some random man that just lives in the village decides how to chase the chief priestess. Are you mad? <laughs> the chief priestess needs to live too. She may need to make another chief priestess in training. No. She's chosen, not born. She's chosen by the gods. But yeah, it can be a man or a woman, but it's usually a man. But sometimes it's a woman. Sometimes it's a woman. It's, it's not 50-50, but it's, I think, about like... But I think sometimes, because she's a woman, that adds... Or the fact that she's a woman, or quote-unquote religion that goes with the woman chief priest has a bearing on the story. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's just a woman. Which... Feminism. <laughs> the last one that I can think of is the chief. The council of elders. The chiefs. So you always get the supportive one. Who is I can see him, but I have no idea what that man's name is. Yeah, there I, I can think of him, I can see him in like four or five different outfits. At different time periods, and he's always playing this. No, no. Let's be honest. The chiefs are recognizable, but we don't know what they are called until you know when they get sick and in their old age, and the 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 actors um, guild is not able to provide them with any help, and they have to come begging for donations because they are ill. (sighs) Nollywood, take take better care of your veterans. Just be better. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 
Yeah, but they're, they're just, just, just like there are like four or five men mm. that are always the chiefs. They're always the chiefs. And then the, the, the character of the bad chief, the disgruntled chief, the chief that is getting a little bit too big for his boots. And is maybe thinking, I could be king. I could be Igwe. Yeah, but those are the recognizable Most of the chiefs that we are talking about don't usually have that notable role. They are just there to agree and disagree mm. with whatever decision is happening. But the council of elders, the council of chiefs, so important. And I think that is that is that is actually something that we took from our history as well, because what's a king without a court? And then obviously there's sometimes when one chief's son is in love with another chief's daughter and it's forbidden because they hate each other. Mm. Romeo and Juliet. Man. It's very Romeo and Juliet-ish. Yes. Um, I think those are the characters. Let's move on to the film. To the notable films. We're gonna segregate them. New Nollywood, old Nollywood. For old Nollywood. I think we're going to just name like the notable ones, the one and these will be mostly you know before the video streaming era. For me, for for it to be a notable film, mm -hmm. it's not just romance. Of course, you know, so it's not your Romeo and Juliet and your Cinderella stories. I feel like for it to be a notable film, especially in this era, it has to either be an actual epic or a you know a, a tale a tale a story, a story a a journey, or it's actually telling you the story of something that has happened or that could have happened in the it past is. okay so one of the biggest ones we've talked about a lot of the time is things fall apart with peter Ducci. things fall apart is a tv show though i mean it was a series what do you mean it wasn't a movie you know this right no have you ever watched Things Fall Apart? I assume not, no. Well, I did, but I didn't do it when I was young. I watched it for my college, for my college exam. Okonkwo, Tragic Hero, or Misaligned Fool. Wow. Okay. I'm just saying. This is giving me college, this is giving me A-level vibes, but I will educate you on this. Okonkwo was scared about being accused of being weak like his father, who was a drunkard and sort of a soft man. So he made sure to toughen himself to be this... Okonkwo was toxic masculinity! <laughs> because he always had to seem strong, and that's why he killed his adopted son, even though they told him not to do it. And that's why, and because he was beating his wives, and he couldn't bend himself to the rules, to the new rules that were happening. That's why Okunkwa, in the end, ultimately could not, could not live with the new rules and new changes because he had to be strong always. I, I, I wrote a lot of essays on Okunkwa. I can see that. We're moving on very swiftly. Was it swiftly though? It took quite a long swiftly. <laughs> Um, another one is the like the one we mentioned earlier on with Samdede Igodu, Land of the Living Dead. Scary, so, scary, scary. Oh, it had it was an epic. There was a journey. There's an evil forest. He was the son of a god, son of a magia heart. Oh, he I'm was sorry for. Oh yes, giving Thor vibes out here. It oh, had a. You know, I've never really heard of Son of God from African mythology. I'm sure they existed. This film does, but that would be really interesting. So you know how you have like your Odysseus's, Perseus's, all of the Perseus's, yes. <laughs> I assume that potentially could have happened 
with Nigerian gods oh, too. African mythology, please, not Nigerian gods, thank you. Or the African pantheon. But there's no such thing as the Nigerian pantheon because we're different tribes. But uh, but I don't think that in those days they thought of gods in that way. No. I don't know. I don't know. I should we should probably know, but we don't. So let's move on. As you were saying. So it had all the ingredients for a good epic film yeah. so it had a revenge plot Ooh. it had an angry god it had a deadly because tree i think it was yes i remember that fantastic i, I watched that and it I, had a journey where you're make... going to receive re- retrieve something the, the, oh. the tree made me terrified of trees for a while you should be terrified of trees marianne i'm sorry what that's how i feel they're marrying that trees that have been around for literally thousands of years. You don't think that they have ac- absorbed anything from humanity? Absolutely not. Trees to me are terrifying. My mouth is Especially a- like really old trees. My, my, my mouth is agape. This is a new side of you and I don't like it. I feel the same way about trees sometimes as I do about the ocean. Let's move on, please. Because this is not a conspiracy podcast. It's an exploring not podcast. Okay. Um, another one is obviously the pot of life. Yeah, pot of life or egg of life. It says pot of So we have pot of life. Well, egg of life? No, pot of life. I know egg of life. Egg of life also exists. Oh, also pot of life and egg of life. And egg of life oh, are two, two different things. I think things. maybe they are remake or something maybe maybe but i know but i know imperial savannah is an egg of life really yes i think i watched that film okay. um part of life so again to the, you're journeying to the land of the dead for the oba who is who i think he either is sick is going to be sick is dead and or dying is that- and then you have your really short stories like twins of the rainforest yes so that was i've been looking film, for twins of the rainforest both a film and a book that one was really good with Joker Silva and, and Olu Jacobs. Jacobs and obviously the whole thing about if you give birth there was a point in Nigeria I think in, Nigerian in Calab- Calabar, Calabar yeah. where twins were seen as evil so you had to throw one of your twins into the rainforest and I think the story was like they took both twins and went into the rainforest I don't know or they threw both twins into the rainforest and the twins came back and there was there were twins and there was a rainforest and Ole Jacobs and Jekka Silva were in the film. And all my Nigerian homies know the story of Mary Celeste and how she stopped the killing of twins. She didn't. She just adopted a lot of them that were supposed to be killed and or discarded. Okay, so, cool. Learn your Scottish... She was Scottish, so learn your Scottish history. No, I think you find that it's Nigerian history. I'm very sure Scottish history has no one called Mary Celeste in it. She is literally on the Scottish Heritage website. She was a Scottish missionary. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Sorry, Mary Celeste. And then you have your actual historicals or your quote-unquote historicals where they're telling you the story of something that could have happened or should have happened. Pre-colonial or anti-colonial. Anti with an E. So you have something, um, a film called Battle of Mosongo directed by Gab, Gab Okoye which is a film that tells you about a i think a british missionary a british missionary a british prince came to nigeria on a mission as a missionary who sent you not my consign 
and he was kidnapped and killed through no fault of his own i'm sure <laughs> and i i i read about someone that was talking about i read about someone that reviewed the film and at the time it was ahead of time where it was actually quite historically accurate with the costumes oh. but they didn't like it but they it were was naked. historically accurate but it was historically ac historically accurate and also there, there was the fighting and there was wars and things so like that so pre were the nipple yes uh you have king jaja of opobu that was directed by henry ajana in 1996 so an Ibo king was enslaved and taken to river state so it just tells you the story about how sort of he overcomes the british colonial forces overcomes that so honestly, I, mean, I think he died in exile or was that nanao i don't know We've discussed that we don't know Nigerian history, so yeah, it's actually shocking. So yes, I think in in, in old Nollywood, you can sort of separate the films into epics and into epics and historicals, where epics are your journeys and your quote unquote. I, I guess your romances will probably fall into that genre, but I feel like with with the romances in the traditional films, it's more this is a romance that we've put in a traditional setting in a traditional setting whereas the epics you can't really translate that story into modern times that's true i mean you can you actually can there's this film please watch it it's so good it is on youtube and it is by i love this guy um nstob oh i love nstob yeah i forgot nstob when i'm talking about bad boys of nollywood yes oh he was the original well he wasn't the original bad boy that was too mike but he was there he was up there he walked so michael zoria could run and i think michael zoria agrees with you but i he was pre-michael zoria he was the bad boy before anyway but there's this film called idemili and you need to watch it in on youtube and it's sort of an epic but set in modern times but also in past times where they go and they search for something shit i forgot him they go and they for and they search for the cure to the the source of um a, a woman's powers and it's like a properly well done epic and i really love it and it's by ns obi and ns obi actually if we're going to talk about notable directors We've talked about Uzegu Jed Zed J I am so sorry to this man. I am so sorry for battering your name. I am so sorry. Uge. But speaking of notable directors, Ernest Obi has to be there. Especially we're talking about New Nollywood, because I think his period pieces in New Nollywood are really good. Like when it comes to practical effects, this man goes above and beyond. There's just a lot of creativity involved. There's a lot of, how do I make this look unique? How do I make this look interesting? Involved in a lot of his work. So he has a lot, he has lots and lots of films. And, but I would definitely point out Idemili because I found that very satisfying to watch. It was beautiful. Some of the practical effects just blew my mind. Some of, some of the CGI, some of the computer generated effects. Woo! I was blown. But it's a Nollywood movie, so don't get too excited. Like some of them will still crap. Wow, man. I'm. I just. I just see it as I say it. Speaking of directors, how could I forget Lancelot Masson? How? How? 
mean, you didn't forget. We're only just talking about that. I'm now. just okay. That is true. Well, we're talking about New Nollywood now, and I'm thinking because because of the way New Nollywood is set, we can't just focus on we, we can't just focus on pre-colonial time. We also have to focus on the historicals as well. I think because it's New Nollywood, we can apply a more Hollywood-like explanation to mm-hmm. to them. So when I talk about the notable films and notable directors, I will be including ones that were set in the past but not in pre-colonial times. Well, back to Lancelot Timasson, he, ha- he he's an old and new Nollywood um, director. He's given he gave us some very 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 good hits in in back in the day, and he's still giving it to us. You have Adesua, twenty twelve. That was that was about um, Bob Manuel was in that. I remember that. Benin Princess is kidnapped and this brings chaos into the land as usual because the prince slash king could not control his loss and stole a woman such is life that story has happened many times you also have invasion 1897 which is about the british invasion and the sacking of the obas obas palace in, you guessed it 1897 it's actually very good it's such a good film it's a good film um if you're gonna watch it beware you will be angry at our at our past but it's well done well acted well directed i would definitely recommend that you check that out moving on we t- we have to talk about kunlia Falayo. like okay if you are in nollywood even if you are not in nollywood stan you have to know his name like he is a he's a scion. He he he's a scion, he's a leader of New Nollywood. Uh uh-huh. Antonia is Googling Kunia Falayo because she didn't know who he was. <gasps> That's his is that his his brother? Yes, his brother is Gabriel Lafalayo. I love his brother. Yes, we love him. He's one of my favorites. And then when it comes to historical, I think he is also a driving force. Um, can we talk about the figurine? The figurine is definitely one, what I consider one of the building blocks of New Nollywood. The figurine was so good. It gave us, it gave us effects. It gave us story. It gave us history. In, tw- in 2009. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. It doesn't seem as old. But yeah, the figurine was good with Ram Noah and where he steals the figurine. And the figurine starts to haunt them. Next time, don't steal. The figurine had flashbacks to the past. That's why I'm including the figurine. Another big, big, big film that came out at the beginning of New Nollywood. And that's October 1 in 2014. It was set just before Nigeria became independent on the 1st of October 1960. And it's about it's about a serial killer and, and a detective that's trying to find it. And may he rest in peace, in peace Sadiq Baba, also known as Uncle Brutus. We have to talk about Amazing Grace. We've, we've said a lot about Amazing Grace by Jetta Mata. And that's, that was like that was another high quality one. And, and that was sort of a precursor to New Nollywood. Where it did something different. It was very well planned. I think it was one of the few movies that we had about, about colonization. And about the slave trade. And about this man. What's his name? Isaac Newton. John Newton. The guy that... Okay, I, I should probably accord more respect to his name. But the guy that tried to stop um, slavery and he falls in love with this woman. Why did, they, why did they have to fall in love before they realize slavery is bad? They're like, oh, I want to sleep with her. So, therefore, huh, her economic conditions are not great. Why not just realize? And then you have the Herbert Macaulay affair, 
which is set in in the 1920s and it's about Herbert Macaulay. Uh, Herbert Macaulay used to be on our one naira notes, but inflation, yo, we don't use that anymore. But he was all about ending segregation in our own country. Imagine they were segregating us in our country. <laughs> one naira note is like minus. How, how many pounds? I know, just in disrespect of my man. Jesus! It's, it's just it's not about him it's more about the state of our currency as it is and the current economic climate that we find ourselves in but still a disrespect to my man herbert macaulay after he tried and i adored his mustache um i think those are some of the notable films that you'll find in new nollywood there's a new one on prime foreigners god they tried so let's let's before we finish let's close what's your favorite traditional movie i don't know there's too many of them that's no that's it Oh, okay. That's it. There's, I think there's too many of them that that are too similar for me to pick. To pick one, one yeah, that, that I like. True. I think usually there are some times where in my life I'm just like I want to watch people in rapper, and so I'll simply type into YouTube village film Nigerian and pick one. <laughs> pick one that looks appealing. At random. Um, mine is actually a film starring the late great Munai Bekwe. Choma Chukuka and and basically he's a prince and she's his stepmom and he's in, and she's in love with him but he's in love with someone else and also it's an abomination and a taboo and so the the film is her chasing him it's actually very funny <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tell us are you into traditional movies traditional epic village films um what and what's your favorite comment below tell us on facebook instagram and wherever you can find us tell us what it is tell us why if you do like traditional movies if you don't like traditional movies like a weirdo why you want them to say why are you so what why okay thank you everyone see you in the next episode